a ghost floats into a bar. The bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve spirits. <laughs> Hello, welcome to episode two Hello. of Keep It Ghosty. Yay. I'm your co-host, Katie Lale. And I'm Rebecca Collins. Today we are talking about another downtown Minneapolis spot, Cuzzy's Bar, located at 507 Washington Avenue North. All right, Cuzzy's. <laughs> Before the neighborhood, dive... neighborhood yeah. institution. <laughs> Before I dive into the history of Cuzzy's, I wanted to mention the sources I used. Uh, the book Closing Time by Andy Sturdivant and Bill Lindecki. Um, just an awesome book about kind of historical bars of Minneapolis and St. Paul, uh, a book called Mysterious Minnesota by Adrian Lee. And I spent many hours on the Minnesota digital newspaper hub uh, through the Minnesota Historical Society. Many hours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> addicting. I just, <laughs> it's so fun. They make it right. so neat. It's all digitized. Right. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Right, right. All right, so here we go. History. Um, there's been a saloon on that site since at least 1884, um, maybe earlier, but uh, that was the earliest earliest I could find because the owner, Emil Botter, he was fined for not having a liquor license, which I think happened quite a oh. bit. Um, yeah. Back in the day, they would just right. pop names of who, who, who was being fined. That oh. week, that day. That week. <laughs> uh, in July 1886, a bartender was badly bitten by a bulldog. Wait, Honestly. what? Yeah. A bulldog uh, was, okay. Yeah, he was, it was in the paper. Just maybe it was a slow news day. <laughs> and then, all right, here's where things turn up. So in uh, 1887, John Anton Fielzer. Uh, he applied for a liquor license, liquor license to run that saloon. But in September of that year, his wife, Bertha, died by suicide by drinking poison. Oh. And that was, yeah, that was in the fall. So the, it, they had, I think the, he applied for the liquor license in the spring. Um, okay. And uh, she left a suicide note and they published it in the newspaper. I couldn't believe it. I think kind of common back then you think so yeah I do like I don't feel I feel like a lot of the details that we would consider to be private today mm -hmm. in a weird way mm -hmm. right yeah in our age of social media expose everything nothing is private yeah I feel like we still today would not publish the details of a suicide note I agree whereas yeah, in the past I feel like that was kind of that was news yeah which yes. is weird 
So it was name not is- the, it was the first, but not the last. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Um, so that was Bertha. Yeah. So she, in the note, she felt like she was a burden and that oh. like she and her husband didn't seem to understand each other. They couldn't live happily together. She oh. was quote, getting too old to suit you. <gasps> she was eight years older than oh. him. Um, and something that I found, so that was like my first run through the newspaper archives. And then like, I did another run through and I found a different article that said that they had, she had seemed cheerful that day and they had been at the state fair that day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And it was so funny because the Minnesota state fair, big deal here in Minnesota and it just Just, ended, just ended. Um, and, uh, it just struck me as so funny. Okay. They had been at the fair. And I didn't even know the fair had gone, had been going on for that long. But I feel like a bad, a bad day at the fair is, <laughs> will destroy a marriage. Like a hot, sweaty, bad oh, day at the fair so makes hot. you question your life choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward 1898, Lewis Marrer applied for a liquor license and it was, Cuzzy's Bar was known as Marrer's for a really long time. So this is where that namesake came from. So Lewis Marrer and his wife, Elizabeth, they were German immigrants. Uh, They had two sons, Frederick, also known as Fritz and Charles. Um, And then in June 1907, Lewis had a stroke, a paralytic stroke. Um, And it's possible that that sickness kind of drove him to things. But in 1909, he died by suicide. <gasps> he shot himself in the head at oh, their no. summer cottage in Medicine oh. Lake, which is only, it's about nine miles outside of Minneapolis for our, okay. for our out of Minnesota listeners. <laughs> okay. Um, and his wife and sons were outside in the yard when it happened. Oh, um, really I don't believe sad. he left a note. So sad. sad really sad. No, no note to publish this time. No note, no note to publish. Well, um, so wait, yeah. so he was paralyzed. Yes, but I don't, okay. uh, I don't have any more details. I don't know <sighs> any more details about that. Yeah. Like, but I'm, I'm thinking like what drove him maybe to commit suicide. It could have been depression over mm-hmm. not being able to walk. Mm-hmm. Per se, maybe? Not sure. Perchance? Yeah. Perchance. perchance. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The, one of the articles I saw said that he was deemed, quote, partially demented and, t- quote, temporarily insane. But, oh. you know, we've come a long way with uh, identification, <laughs> <laughs> awareness of mental health. So, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what was going on what was going on for him. Right. Right. Um, so Elizabeth, his wife, she applied for a liquor license and, um, it was so rare for a woman to own and operate a saloon in the early 1900s. So she was one of the, one of the few that was granted a liquor license. Uh, she turned the saloon over to her son Fritz in 1912. Um, and here's where we go. We get I got some like Kennedy. I was feeling some like Kennedy vibes when I read this news story. <laughs> October 1912, Fritz and a 21-year-old woman, Uh-oh. Emma Bornesser, they were driving um, across the Plymouth Avenue Bridge. Their tire blew out. They were th- they their tire blew out. They hit the railing. They were thrown from the car. He, of course, had minor injuries. Um, she oh. had a skull fracture. Oh, and. 
I couldn't find any information about her, but the physician said, quote, she cannot live. What? Wait, so you don't know if she lived or not? I don't know. I don't know. That seems, wait, did you look for a death notice for her? I did. I tried. <laughs> I searched in the, um, there's like a people search you can do yeah, to see, yeah. like that searches for, um, uh, you know, uh, in the census and, um, okay, birthdays so and death days and she, her don't name know never happened. showed up. Her name never showed up. Never showed okay. up. Okay. Um, covered up perhaps. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Perhaps. Um, all right. April, 1919, there was a robbery from the saloon, 800 bucks. Um, a police officer was shot in the leg by a trio of bandits. Several patrons were shot at and a bartender was quote, pummeled into submission. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know if this was common in, you know, in saloons. Robberies. I think it was. (laughs) I think it Um, was. uh, 1921, sorry, 1929. So Fritz, um, he became an alderman for the city and he was arrested for accepting um, a bribe from a colleague on the city council um, for like clearing a liquor license on a club. Um, He went to prison until the mid-1930s, and his wife, Mabel, got to run the saloon. Um, The second woman woman in the history of the bar to get a liquor license and run that bar. Okay. They ran it through 1942. Okay. Not sure what it was from 1943 to 1945. Um, It was a restaurant in the late 40s through 1950. not sure about the 50, you know, 60s and 70s. Um, I read that it was a bar called Josie Joe's, the full court in the 80s, Ooh, a the bar called court. Grandpa's. Um, wasn't called Cuddy's until 1995. And that's when John Lee and Bobby Gorrell, who are cousins, they purchased it. As It's been Cuddy's ever since 1995. But it's only about a quarter of the size of, of Mars Saloon. Oh, um, so Mars Saloon must have been pretty big. Pretty big. Um, okay. And it being haunted was disclosed in the purchase agreement, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> Wait, what? I'd want to know more about that. It was disclosed in the purchase agreement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they were buying it from... Uh, great question. I mean, yeah, you- actually, okay, no, I know this. It was the full court from 1989 to 1995, So, but I'm not sure who the owner was. Okay. Okay. So they still own it today. They do. Okay. And do you want to hear about some supernatural I, occurrences? I do. I'm wondering now. I, I mean, I've heard a little bit. I know a little bit, but I don't know everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got the water turning on when no one's there. We've got glasses shattering and falling when no one's around. Chairs spinning. Uh, messing with jukeboxes and TVs. Hearing a voice. Uh, feeling your hair being tugged. Mm, I'm not a fan of the hair tugging. <laughs> no. <laughs> feeling, quote, not Any good or hugs. heavy in the basement. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. That's what about a, a gentle tug? Would you be okay I mean, with a gentle back. tug? No. We're back to the <laughs> base to the basement being the watching in the basement. It's always the oppressive basement. Just like yes, for heavy, heavy basement. Heavy, heavy. <laughs> the sounds of babies crying in the basement and a cold space. That'd be oh. pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, the resident ghost is named Betsy. 
And she was allegedly a woman of ill repute. Um, Wait, I thought the ghost was Elizabeth Mauer. Well, Betsy is short for Elizabeth, so maybe it is her. Oh, but it's not her. They don't know. We don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Betsy has moved drinks, switches off, switched off the lights, and given enigmatic hugs. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? I actually like, don't know. What, I don't know what that is. Like you feel the energy of a hug, but there's no one there. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I guess so. I, I don't know. know what that would be. I don't know what that. I guess so. Like you, yeah. There, you feel the energy of a hug with no physical mm. contact of a hug? Yeah. <laughs> According to lore, Betsy was waiting on her lover, for her lover to come back. He was away at war, of course. Um, so when she died, uh, she, like, didn't move on and is still waiting, still waiting at the bar. Sounds like our first Avenue ghost, huh? Yeah. There's a lot of this waiting... <laughs> Um, there's a lot of like really like devastation never coming mm. back. And then, I mean, so he never came back and she killed herself. Uh, I don't, well, I didn't read anything about her dying by suicide, but like when she died, she just didn't move on. Cause she's still waiting, I guess. Oh, okay. I did not find anything in my research that it used to be a brothel, even though that has been like talked about that it was, I couldn't find any, like, I mean, it was a saloon for sure. So, okay. Okay. There were probably, you know, there were probably sex workers around. <laughs> well, of in the area. Yeah. yeah, of course. Okay. So I was under the impression this whole time that the ghost is Betsy. I mean, the ghost yes. is Betsy, the yes. former owner. So right. now I'm finding out that that's Maybe not, not the case. You know, maybe it's a different Betsy. I like to think about, I like to think that it's Elizabeth, but. But like, what makes them think that it's this, this Betsy? What? I don't know. What evidence do they have that it's this? Yeah. That particular. Yeah. You bring up, yeah, you bring up a great point about like, when, like, when did these stories start, right? Like when, when was she named Betsy? Yeah. It's a great question. Same way. Right. Yeah. Right. We'd have to get back, get back to. <laughs> yeah. So we went to Cuzzy's for lunch to check it out for ourselves. And of course we had to toast the ghost. All right. We're here at Cuzzy's. I have something in my teeth, but you can't tell because you're just listening to this because <laughs> we just finished lunch. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> um, and Raspberry Bray just finished playing. Oh, so good. How, how are you feeling about Cuzzy's? You've been here before, Rebecca, right? Day, I used to come here for lunch in like 2010, 2011 whole neighborhood has changed but Cuzzy's remains the same and I love it here it's like your neighborhood tavern the walls are covered with um, dollar bills that people have written on graffitied and it um, sports are on and it's a great feel oh 
It is a great feel. I'm feeling positive vibes. It's great. Positive vibes, 100%. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a great place. If Betsy is with us, <laughs> I, I haven't. She hasn't ex- shown us her presence yet. We have not seen Betsy yet. Uh, but speaking of Betsy, there's a part of the menu that says toast the ghost. You look like you might have seen a ghost, so offer a toast. Once in a while, Betsy has been known to give enigmatic hugs. Oh, not sure what that is. <laughs> I don't really want a hug from Betsy, I don't think. I'm good without the hug. Other times, the ketchup will move on its own. Water will turn on and off. The lights, too, and we're sure we paid the bill. So if your drink starts to move around on its own, check for moisture first. And if that can't explain it, you may ask Betsy to leave it alone, or you may want to count how many you've had. All right, let's toast to Betsy. Toast to Betsy. To you, Betsy. Hardworking, hardworking woman entrepreneur before her time. No kidding. Cheers, Betsy. So, Rebecca, what were your thoughts and impressions about Cuzzy's? Okay, so my first impression is that Cuzzy's is like this old neighborhood saloon that now stands in the middle of unbelievable gentrification and lofts and restaurants and boutiques and gyms and um, the North Loop of Minneapolis is like a fun, fun playground for essentially the young, <laughs> the young, the hip, the happen and the now. It is not really a place I ever go. And the truth is because I hate to find parking. Parking sucks I, there. I have reached that level of my middle age where if the parking (laughs) sucks I'm probably not gonna go I'll be like North Loop no (laughs) so it was exciting to actually make the journey to the North Loop yeah park the car in front of Deja Vu strip (laughs) bar which is still there and we parked next to a pole that has sticker of a woman on it you know that was advertising (laughs) her only fans I was like, yeah, this is the gritty, (laughs) gritty, a little bit of gritty that's still hanging on. And we walked, it was a hot day. It was hot. And it was bustling. They were like, people on scooters, people walking, people driving, people biking, dogs. And we walked into Cuzzy's and it was like, boom. (laughs) It felt like you're back in time. (laughs) And it's quiet and it's dark the way a bar should be dark. Nice and cool. Nice and cool in there. Yeah, and um, it was just like, to me, it felt like an oasis. I was like, (laughs) yeah, thank God. We're in Cuzzy's. So Cuzzy's is essentially one long room. Mm -hmm. It's one long room, like a railroad flat. You know, it's like, (laughs) here's the front door. Here's, you're going by the bar. Here's some tables. Oh, here's the bathroom. Go out the back door. <laughs> there's it. a patio, which is was kind of sad. It wasn't really much of a patio. And that's it. That's that's 
the space and they have a kitchen Uh um, and they have the whole place is plastered with dollar bills that people have graffitied and then stuck up. That's like the tradition there. So it's all covered with dollar bills and they're like hanging. Some of them are hanging by a, by a piece of tape and some (laughs) of them, you know, and it's great. Like it feels, it feels old and gritty. And I like that. Yeah. It, it was like a place I would meet someone to talk. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of bars, you can't meet someone to talk. It's like the music and the, I don't know. They had music yeah. going. They did. But that was my first impression yeah. of Cuzzy's. I agree with you. It did feel like an oasis. Um, it was fun. I felt good vibes in there. Um, our waitress was great. Susie. Shout out to Susie. Shout out um, to Susie. Who she has had worked a couple for stories for us. She's How long had she worked there for? 21 years. 21 years. Yep. Yeah, so she, she knows ta- a lot. Mm-hmm. She talked about um, like the water turning on, like I mentioned earlier. She talked about wine glasses like flying off, like when they used to have the ceiling wi- ceiling rack of wine glasses. Yeah, wine glasses flying off there. Um, yes, which they then removed the rack. <laughs> they did <laughs> because no one wanted to be around like flying glass, right? They did. That's probably. Yeah, so she had a lot of good stories. Um, I, she wasn't, she wasn't super keen on being in a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) which I totally respect. Um, A lot has been, a lot has been, um, said and written and investigated about Cuzzy's apparently. Um, they had a medium come mm-hmm. and uh, one of the local television stations that has a daytime program covered it or had a segment on about mm-hmm. Cuzzy's that Susie was part of. Um, and so she said, she, Susie said she hated being on television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I can, I can relate to that too. But she did let us go check out the basement. Right. So I guess we have some audio of us going down in the basement. Mm-hmm. But to cue it up, I will just say that like so many other places, <laughs> it all comes down to the basement yeah. and that you don't want to. There's always something lurking in the basement, a a presence, a feeling, bad things have gone on in the basement in the past. Um, So this is our trip down into Cuzzy's basement. Yeah, we're cleared to go down the steps. If there's anyone down here, I don't know. We're coming down. Mabel or Betsy? Ooh, it's hot down here. It's very hot in the basement. It's hot. Look at these walls. So original walls. Original walls. 1910, oh. 1909? Uh, oh, or 18. No. Yeah, 1880s. 1880s. We got a shoot here where the beer comes down. What? Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, I it's love gross. That. It's a little gross down here. I mean, what are you going to do? Betsy? Mabel? Anybody down here? Anybody down here? Phone appears to still be working. 
Is anyone down here? So back in the day. Oh, go ahead. Back in the day, there was tunnels. That's where that thing is. That mm. went like all <gasps> Yeah, we oh, heard that. No. Oh, through, through that. That. Thing, like see that? the doorway there? Yeah, like back oh, yeah. behind there. We got the same story at First Avenue. We went there and had a tour, yeah. and they were talking about the tunnels that are were under First Ave. Or under the all of like Block E in that area, it's all tunnels. Yeah, it smells really good down here. We've had a we had a plumbing problem. Oh, fix it. oh okay. So yeah. That's yeah. the smell down here. That's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. But cool. yeah, it normally does not smell. Like what were the tunnels for? So what I was the purpose? Like they, oh, was moving the liquor thing. around. I think. I mean, I think a lot more than that. I think. So the stories that we've heard from down here are like women had abortions down here. Oh. In this basement? Like huh. in here, in the tunnels. And I hadn't heard that before. Oh. And so there was one waitress that we had actually, and Bobby, like I said, he knows, like, he has the stories down, but there was a waitress that, like, came walking through here and she heard a baby crying. <gasps> and, oh. like, freaked out and came oh. running back upstairs, and then when this medium came, you know, we didn't tell the medium anything, but she came down here and she was like, this but and we were like that's where the babies were put that's why she heard the babies oh so like uh, there's weird things okay just, yeah like, that's i mean amazing. there's one waitress that came down here to get some plot supplies and like her like her hair was like pulled like mm. she, like mm. oh and she and there was no there, and she came running up the stairs. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and like I said, there's a lot of w w servers that will not come down here by themselves at all. But oh. you've never been, like, hugged or no. touched or anything? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm okay. aware of, you know. Yeah. Just the wine glasses? The wine. I mean, yeah, like like I said, the, the faucet. Stuff yeah, like, like that stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But this is really cool. Not Thank you for letting us come down yeah, here. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, course. Susie. Uh, yeah, it's very hot down here. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah. you guys too. Thank you. Bye. All right, let's go back upstairs. Heading back up on the wooden steps. Okay, so that was the basement. <laughs> the dark, heavy basement. <laughs> um, well, it got it got a little weird down yes. there um, because I wasn't really prepared for her to start talking about tunnel abortions. Mm -mm. Nope. Um, so here's my, my, in hindsight, here's my question. Okay. If the whole story about the basement or one of the stories about the basement is about basement abortions, why would the basement be haunted by a crying baby? Great question. I was thinking it's, about that too. It's like, not that someone gave birth in the basement or in the tunnels. It's that women had abortions. So it seemed very weird that they, this woman heard a crying baby. I unless, was like, um, like, unless, unless women did like, give birth oh. down there and maybe there were but then oh. like but the um so there's a famous minnesota medium named jody levon and she was in the um 
video that Rebecca mentioned. There's a YouTube video of her. I don't know if it's WCCO or a different show. Um, they did a local news bit of her at Cuzzy's and she mentioned body. There were bodies of babies in a certain corner. I but, mean, that's just really uh, it's so macabre for one thing. It sure is. What? They had these abortions and just piled the pile the bodies up. I <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, no. Okay. There's no. a lot of things about that. And we that. don't know it was a we don't know it was a brothel. We don't know that. Wait, what does the it brothel have? What does the brothel have to do with it? Like if oh, there were sex you're saying there. you're saying like if they became pregnant, they would yeah. have a tunnel abort. This is all like wild. <laughs> wild. It is pretty wild. I'm <laughs> I'm, yeah. Um, I Susie and um, other people online have said it was a brothel, mm-hmm. and maybe it was like an unofficial brothel. Yeah, maybe it was. That wouldn't have <laughs> necessarily like been like a, instead of a sanctioned brothel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, uh, there also is the question of what was happening during prohibition. Because it wouldn't have been yeah. able to operate as a full-on bar. So what right. was so it? Right, when, so when Mabel, part of when, so Mabel, Fritz's wife, when she was running it because he went to jail, um, it, yeah, it was just a restaurant. So it was not, you know, they weren't able to serve. But weren't they, they weren't doing, I mean, time. isn't that why they had the tunnel in the basement? Because they were probably still, mm, they were still yeah. selling and tra- yeah. trafficking. The tunnels and, came up. When we in were at First Avenue too, so beer. Like, I want to get a look at these tunnels. I don't know if the tunnels still exist. I feel like <laughs> they might have been filled in. Oh, okay. Um, or we could go full on urban explorer and just try to bust <laughs> through. And then get your get your spoon, after we bust through, chisel. we'll find the skeletons of the baby. Ah! Yeah, I don't know. It got a little weird. Um, I guess I think that they also talked about. Uh, a waitress down there feeling someone tugging at her hair mm-hmm. and a hug. Yep. Um, Enig- an enigmatic hug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you, let's see, you're down in the basement and you're getting some, something, some beer, some ice, whatever. And you feel a tug on your hair. What do you do? Um, I you just would leave. Do you just yeah. run away? I would run away because then they. Um, <laughs> I guess that that server would not go down in the basement ever. That's after right. That. Yep. Ever. Yep. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, a tug. Uh, a tug feels like it would be. That's a lot different than like. Oh, like this. Like this breeze. This like breeze moves oh, by right. in my hair. Like if right. it's a tug, or like a caress, I'm getting out of there. A caress on your face. Well, I mean, you could say, oh, that must have been the wind oh, or air. Oh, I guess so. But like right, a tug right. on your hair is, you know, I assume that hurts <sighs> a little bit. Yes. Be um, very startling. So startling. I, the other thing that's so interesting is um, do ghosts have the ability to move objects or affect physical objects? Because mm-hmm. um, Susie said that. Sometimes the water would be on in the women's restroom after she had just checked it and she was the yep. only one there, went back in, water still running or water yep. is running now in the right. sink yep. and the tugs on the hair. But like if you're a spirit, 
it's very interesting how you're affecting um, changes on to ob- like you're you're touching actual objects in our world and mm. causing them to move. That's pretty interesting to me. Yeah, maybe the- with a lot of focus, <laughs> they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so the basement, like that show you know, Ghosts, like like that show, the sitcom Ghosts. <laughs> There's like <laughs> they like focus really hard. They can like oh you make focus a focus really hard. Okay, make a make a light flicker. Okay, or, or maybe it's more energy. I don't know. How yeah. could energy turn a faucet on? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. These are great questions. How do you do? But so this the basement just. It was small. Um, It was just a basement. It was small. It had all their Mm -hmm. stuff down there. It was very hot at the time. I loved seeing the original original walls. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Or the Um, the foundation. I would give yeah. And so I I I think when we were there, obviously middle of the day, the lights are all on. There's people upstairs. Um. Not sure I'd be wild about going down in the basement at night by myself. Yeah. Especially in those stairs were very narrow. Yeah. Narrow and creaky. All right. Before we get to our how ghosty is because he's keeping it, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think that given all the tragic things that have happened at Cuzzy's slash Mars over the years, right. dog bites, <laughs> dog bites. Oh my poison, God. I think that's the least of our words. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> bribes city council bribes abortions <laughs> abortions do you think a place can be cursed okay i'm searching my i'm feeling my <laughs> i want to feel what's in my heart what does your heart and i'm gonna say yes Oh, I'm surprised. I know. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I think, I think so. And here's what I'm going to say. One thing I'm going to say about that is there are many places in Minneapolis that have tried to have a business at them and failed repeatedly mm-hmm. over yes. and over. Yes. Oh, you're I right. Can, I can think of a two spots. Yep. That there's no obvious reason why this business, business after business after business fails, but they always fail. And when the new business starts up, I know it's going to fail because that spot is cursed. Mm. And I have to say that if someone was like, here, would you like this spot? Or if I knew it was one of the cursed spots, if they said, would you like <laughs> this spot for your business? I would say No. Um, is one of those places, uh, I'm going to get real specific to Minneapolis Uh-oh. now, but Lake and Lindale where rectangle pizza is now, which I hope never closes because their pizza is amazing and they are no. not a sponsor, but, yeah. <laughs> but if they, they should be, um, <laughs> no, I don't actually think that it's not on, okay. that's not one of the spots. Okay. I don't think that is a cursed spot because when I moved to the city, and for many, many, many years, it was Falafel King. Oh, okay. Right. And Falafel right. King That's had right. a very successful business for, I want to say, at least 15 years. Okay. I don't That's think fair. that's cursed. 
there's some other spots that I'm thinking about that are just, it's, it never, and I mean, I just feel like that might be like some kind of weird business curse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a business curse, not a ghost curse, but mm. I feel like if enough bad stuff happens at a place, it can't rise above it. Mm. But I don't think Cuzzy's is cursed. Oh, yeah. I just think Cuzzy's is haunted. It is still standing after all. Because also, yeah, it's because also they bought the people, the current owners bought it in 95 and it is Mm -hmm. still going. Yeah. And I feel like at least in that respect, it is not cursed because you could have a successful business there. And I don't think mm-hmm. anyone in their family has died by suicide or poisoning mm-hmm. or they haven't had any bankruptcies. No one's been paralyzed. True. Um, so maybe, maybe it's, maybe Cuzzy's is not cursed, mm. but I do believe that a place can be cursed. Mm. <laughs> what about you? Well, um, gosh, I'm not sure. I, I guess I think about like the vibes of a building. Like I definitely feel like there can be some bad like energy in a building. Mm -hmm. Um, was it the building that was like, was it like the physical building that was causing these like things to happen for the people that owned, uh, the saloon since the 1800s? Like that seems like a reach. Um, but I remember when I was going through news stories, it was like one thing after another that was happening. So, um, well, but life was harder back then. That I was just going to say mm-hmm. lots of mm-hmm. shit happened all the time yep. and like lots of yep. bad shit and life. I mean, it's not like life is easy now, but it was a lot harder. Yeah. And like I think people had fewer options. So if you were like, married to a younger man who seemed like he was getting bored and you maybe had some depression, like you would just like drink poison. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. you were like, I'm done. There's no, no one's going to want me. I'm, you know, I feel like there's more options today than there were then. And people didn't talk about mental health or, you know, no one would talk about depression. Yeah. No. So, like, I feel like if you look back in history, like, there's always that shit going on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes. Things were hard. Yeah. Well, I got the opportunity to chat with Andy Sturdivant, co-author of Closing Time, the book I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Um, Great book about the history of Twin Cities bars. And here's what he and I discussed about cursed places. We kind of alluded this, alluded to this earlier, but do you think that a place can be cursed? I mean, we talked about kind of bad energy, perhaps being in a building. But well, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, because so much of it's psychological, right? Like, if a place, I don't know. We talk about this with my house actually a lot. Like, where oh, I'm yeah. talking to you from right now. So I know for a fact that at least two people have died here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because they were reported. <laughs> In the you know they died at home, <laughs> so like oh, I, sure. yeah. I so I yeah. know for a fact that, that like that the yep. the two members of the O'Connell family <laughs> that were in their dotage you know died here. So so yep. you know my wife and I talk about that a lot. Like it's you know does that somehow change the energy of the place? Does that 
and, and I don't know, I, I don't have like a definitive answer there, but I think like, I guess I'd say, no, I don't think a place can be cursed, but I think the experience of being in a place could be colored by perceptions, you know, of things that have happened there. And, and I think that, that those perceptions don't necessarily just come from like oral history, but they can also just come from like how a place feels like how mm-hmm. it's built, <laughs> like what, you know, the, 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 the angle that the light comes in through the window, you know, like all those kind of intangible things, like definitely give you, and again, this is a very overused word in, in this era vibe. <laughs> it gives you a vibe for a place. And I think a place could definitely have bad vibes, but I don't, I think, I think with a cursed idea, there's like a moral judgment there that I don't feel comfortable with. That there's some kind of like, it's like, it's somehow a judgment of of, of a place or people that have been there. Um, So I don't know about curse, but I I think a place can definitely have like negative energy or a bad feeling. And I think it's a combination of a lot of different things that are, you know, that can be explained like rationally or whatever. But um But yeah, so cursed, no, bad vibes (laughs) for sure. All right, it's time for our rating of how ghosty is Cuzzy's keeping it. How ghosty. Um, Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I can't remember what we did for First Avenue. You can't. Okay. Um, I think you went first. Okay. If, if that's what you're asking me. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm going to give it two ghosts. What me is too. your rating? <laughs> My rating is also two ghosts. I would not stay there alone, but I would stay there with you overnight. Um, wait, I In might the be basement. Changed- Oh, wait, what? <gasps> wait, overnight in the basement? What if you stayed there overnight and like in no. the middle of the night no. you hear no. a baby what? cry and then something <gasps> took your hair and then something took your hair? <laughs> you hear I a guess baby. that would, oh my gosh. Okay, the baby well, is tugging your wait, hair. Wait, you just like up the, I didn't know we were saying like, would you stay oh, we're there? Not. Okay, well. Would you stay we're still, there overnight We're still the establishing, I think we're like, so- <laughs> a one ghost would be what? like you'd stay there alone by yourself, right? Oh, right, right. But you're right. We didn't specify basement versus main. <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna give it if we're if we're using the standard of staying there all together, yep. but overnight and in the basement, I gotta up it to three ghosts. I agree with you. I would I would do three ghosts for basement, two ghosts if we're staying on the main level overnight. Oh <laughs> Can God. I do that? Can I split it? I mean, there's no two rules, but there's no rules. Two and a half. Two and a half. I'm gonna go full on three ghosts for being like there it. alone. <laughs> and if the basement is involved. Oof. Which I'm not even I don't know. I don't really know what it is about the basement all of a sudden, but now I'm thinking I don't yeah. like the basement. 
This is a surprising, surprising rating. I'm, I'm but, sticking with two ghosts. I'm but with I, two also, ghosts. I also want to just say that um, I recommend going to Cuzzy's. Yeah. I mean, we had if, a good you time. Wanna, if you want to go sit at a bar and just like have a nice drink and, and watch Wendy Williams reruns, <laughs> we did, like we did, um, this is the place to go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. For photos from this episode of at Cuzzies, follow us on Instagram at keepitghosty. If you want to send us a question, comment, or recommendation, we would love to hear from you. Our email is keepitghosty at gmail.com. That's K-E-E-P-I-T-G-H-O-S-T-Y, all one word. Thanks for listening. Bye. Until next time. <laughs> Keep it ghosty. Keep it ghosty. <laughs>